want to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I bring on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at AskAdamTorres. Keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, MoneyMattersTopTips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today got a very special episode. Have Matt Cook on the line. He is the owner and golf pro over at Golf Pros NYC and one of my best friends. So I'm excited to get him on here and to get him to talk about his business. Been trying to get him on here for a while. Um, Matt, welcome to the show. Hey, Adam, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Oh, man, Matt, we have so many golf stories, and I'm not uh, – <laughs> just, I'll just leave it at that for now. We'll get into that in a little bit. But um, before – and we'll get into what you're doing over at Golf Pros NYC to help your clients. But before we do that, let's just get into your background for some of the listeners. Um, how did you get started as an entrepreneur? Well, my entrepreneur journey really started right out of college when – I decided instead of just going to get a traditional job, I ended up going and playing professional golf. So was basically on my own trying to build sponsorships and get people to back me in order to play professional golf. And then ultimately the first stint, I guess you could call it, of playing professional golf um, came to an end and I decided to get into the corporate world. And so through the journey, I realized corporate wasn't really for me uh, necessarily at that given point in time. And so I ended up going and having a second stint of professional golf and kind of going back through that same process. Uh, along the way, I gained sales experience, worked with several companies, got into the golf technology industry, and one thing led to another. And that's what ultimately led to this business. But as you know, uh, you and I have had our own little journeys um, in addition to uh, what I've done within the golf space. And, you know, as an entrepreneur and as a business builder, it is really important to be passionate about what you do. I mean, the grind and going through of being an entrepreneur can be tough. And, you know, you put in a lot of long hours and it could certainly, uh, there's moments of ups and downs. It's almost like a roller coaster. And so being passionate about what you do really is important so that in the back of your mind, you can keep level and know that throughout all the different uh, ups and downs that come along with being an entrepreneur, that at the back of everything, you have your passion or uh, your passion towards what you're doing. Um, and so what I like about your story is, I mean, you're an athlete and let's go back. I mean, a generation or two ago, you know, maybe you could, you were, if you're an athlete, couldn't really have, and uh, a career in business doing um, things that they love. Um, not, nowadays, so for example, if you were a golfer, if you, you know, if you played basketball, if you did something, once you were done as a professional, your career was over, you have to go be an accountant or lawyer. Or no, no, no disrespect to those, um, those professions, but you didn't really get to stay in your space of maybe what you loved. Um, now, though, just with technology, with all these other things that are out, I mean, I look at what you're doing with simulators, all these other things, um, now you can still have a viable business and still stay within your passion, as you said. Um, what kind of advice would you give to that, that new college grad or maybe that pro that's transitioning from, you know, their professional life as a, in their sports 
to now um, trying to figure out how they can still live within the context of their sport and have fun in that area, but still make a living. What, what would you tell that person? I would tell the person that don't try to get rich quick. In sports, you have limited markets. Golf happens to be one of the largest markets from a business standpoint and from a overall uh, amount of people who actually play or do some type of golf activity. So you have other sports like baseball, basketball, so on and so forth, to where those markets tend to be a little bit smaller. So you're not looking to all of a sudden make a billion dollars within one of those different sports worlds. So I would say set expectations properly and be in it for the right reason. So if you are an athlete or let's say that you're an athlete to where you want to get into building your own business and you want it to be based around sports, do it for the passion, do it for the reason, for the right reason. That would be the biggest piece of advice that I could give rather than trying to get rich quick. Mm, that's great advice. And really, I, in my opinion, the, authentic, the authenticity will show through. I mean, your audience, you're your following whatever the product is that you're trying to help people with and add value. I mean, people will get it. And because of that, um, you will be successful over the long haul. But I love it. Great advice. Um, let's transition a bit, Matt. I want to talk more about what you're doing now as uh, owner and golf pro over at Golf Pros NYC. Uh, so what kind of clients are you helping and what are you helping them with? Yeah, so we're helping all different types of golfers from beginner level, junior golfers, all the way up to skilled golfers that are trying to play professionally. I mean, across the entire gamut, um, myself, as well as my partner in crime, um, Sean Clark, he had a completely different journey than I did. He came over from Scotland, uh, came up through the traditional teaching ranks of becoming a PGA professional, um, and ultimately having a very solid background in that regard, where myself being more of that playing professional our two minds really work together as we work for different students. And what's great is that we typically work together in the lesson format. So typically it's Sean on one side, I'm on the other. We're both recording. We're both taking a look at the video to see how a person's body really works within the golf swing. Because I think too many times golfers get stuck with an instructor to where they have one method. They have one thought process because that's what they learned and that's their methodology. However, everybody's body works different. So one method doesn't work for every single golfer that, that is alive. So we need to make sure that we are taking a look and figuring out how the different movements relate to what they already do well. And then we take what a golfer does well and we put them into the right positions because I, I, I've told you this before, Adam, and through uh, our, our working together with uh, your golf swing, there's only about six inches that really matter, and that's right at impact, right before impact, right after impact, as to how the golf ball is actually going to fly based off of how the club is delivered into it. And that's where Sean and I, we have completely different mindsets when it comes to um, the understanding of the different positions within the golf swing. But at the end of the day, we collaborate to where we help golfers get better faster rather than move backwards. So a lot of times you'll hear that golfers get worse when they go for professional golf lessons and then they improve over a period of time. We really want to eliminate a downward movement to where now all of a sudden everybody can become a better golfer right from the very first lesson and then build upon that as we go along. 
What do you find um, some of the mistakes are? And I don't mean specifically in the swing. I just mean in the habits of, of some of the golfers um, that, that, that lead to a plateau. What would you say some of those mistakes are? A lot of the mistakes happen with the body. So it's the bigger muscles, the bigger movements. Now, a lot of times, amateurs, I see it way too often to where they shift their weight or they open up their hips a little bit too much. Uh, when I say shift their weight, I mean shift to the outside of their foot uh, within their backswing. There, there's certain little tells that I see within almost all amateurs uh, across the board, especially ones that are just starting out, that body movement matters so much. So big muscles are much easier to train than the little fast twitch muscles in our hands and wrists and even within our forearms at times. However, when all of a sudden you see these tendencies over and over and over again, you start mm -hmm. to build plans in order to get them to move correctly because there's certain fundamentals within the golf swing that we have to get into in order to deliver the club at the right angle of attack in order to have a very consistent ball flight to where we can press the golf ball. Now, for the non-golfers out there, I know I might be speaking a completely different language at the moment. Uh, what I would say is that with those tendencies and seeing and studying the golf swing for as long as I have and for as long as Sean has, that we can pick up on these tendencies very, very quickly, typically within a matter of a few minutes of recording a few videos, slowing it down in super slow motion and really breaking down those movements. And, I mean, the proof is in the pudding. Uh, We've had so many students go from literally not being able to strike a golf ball to all of a sudden hitting it flush by the end of a lesson. Uh, we actually just posted a video of one of our clients who, and we posted it on Instagram on the live feed of our student jumping up and down with joy because they just hit the best golf shot they've ever hit in their life. And this is what we work towards because that's what we love. We don't want just a quick fix either. We want, golfers to be able to enjoy this amazing game of golf and be able to play it throughout their entire life and enjoy it. We don't want the uh, golfers to go out there, have a bad experience, or just go out one time, have a swing well, and then all of a sudden come back to us and they're not able to swing well anymore. We, we want to make sure that they're progressing and that we don't end up hitting a plateau, that we continually improve each and every lesson. Are there any uh, trends in the golf industry in general that you'd like to comment on? Technology. Technology has really become a major part within golf, within learning, and there's so much technology out there that it can become extremely challenging for golfers to know what to use or what they should be looking at. So there's all these different numbers. And what's even more challenging is based off of the technology that you use, whether it's a launch monitor or a golf simulator, uh, it really can differ, and it differs between different launch monitors. It differs between different golf simulators to what type of numbers you're actually going to see, and ultimately you're going to see different numbers with the exact same swings because the different technologies pick up on things differently. And so that's probably one of the biggest trends that we've seen and luckily, I come from the golf technology space, and I'm able to utilize technology in a proper manner, explain it, or simplify it so that we focus in on the important numbers, and we don't sit there and try to confuse and basically go through a uh, college semester of trying to understand what every <laughs> little number means. And, and that's where 
having that understanding and simplifying it, golf is already complicated enough. Simplification of the golf swing and technology uh, really matters. It really does. And that's what we're able to do with our background and especially my background coming from the golf technology space. All right. Well, hey, I, know I have a big audience in New York, and I know the golfers out there are licking their chops right now and thinking about how they can get some help. What's the best way for um, for them to follow up, Matt? Definitely go to our website, golfprosnyc.com. We also are growing out our Instagram page right now, uh, which is golfprosnyc. And reach out, set up a lesson, come on in. I mean, we've got a storefront right here in Midtown Manhattan on 38th Street between 5th and 6th Avenue. We are absolutely loving helping students get better at the game of golf. So that's where you can find us and uh, look forward to seeing you. Oh, that's awesome, Matt. Well, hey, I appreciate you coming on the show today and uh, sharing your background as an entrepreneur and also, uh, of course, what you're doing with your current business. Um, To the listeners, as always, thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review, uh, do all those great things we do to uh, support our podcast. Thank you.